I'm Sandra Markowitz. And I'm Latana Obadozi. And this is What Are We? Today on What Are We, we're talking about Serena Williams, skincare, and the greatest drama in the history of television, Chopped. Wait, this episode doesn't sound like we're discussing anything sad or heavy at all. It isn't. By design. You're welcome, listeners. The royal wedding finally happened! Yes! All hail the queen of sports and of life, Serena fucking Williams. And I guess her husband is okay, too. He's, like, an internet mogul or something. Like, whatever. Maybe invented Reddit. Who knows? Like, who knows? Irrelevant. Um, I don't know if you saw the Vogue pictures of her wedding, but her wedding dress was just, like, white, and I think it's tulle is the name of the fabric, and just, like, beautiful and flowing, and she looked like a floating goddess, and the attendees, Beyonce. Beyonce. Eva Longoria. (laughs) Eva Longoria. The Kardashians. Kim. Uh, It was amazing. It was so amazing, and literally in all of the pictures... Her now husband, Alexis, he just looks so happy. And, like, she looks happy, too. Everyone looks happy. I love their love. It's just all so beautiful. Their baby looks happy. Like, everyone <laughs> is just, uh, it's amazing. I just, baby, she is being t- treated like the goddamn queen that she is. Their baby is so cute. Oh, I just think the cutest smush that I've ever seen in my whole life. Biggest eyes. <laughs> round, smushy face. Tiny little body. One, uh, was it the Grand Slam or U.S. Open when Serena was pregnant with her? Crazy. Winning. Winning. Yeah. Amazing. God, fucking I'm, queen. <laughs> I'm honestly, though, so upset that we weren't invited. I just, it's just so rude. I believe our invitations are probably lost in the mail. Yeah, I've been thinking about you. Shoot, no, no, no. I've been thinking about you. Do you think about me still? Do you, do you? We should talk about one of the greatest modern television inventions, Chopped. Oh my god, do you remember that you are the one that introduced me to Chopped, which is now one of the main ways that I use my time? I don't see any problems here. You're so welcome. Thank you. I should have said that (laughs) right up front. Change in lifestyle. So listeners, if you haven't seen Chopped, let me lay it out for you. Four contestants, three rounds, and a mystery basket with four mystery ingredients for each round. And if your dish doesn't cut it, you will be chopped. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, is Latana the new Ted? Just kidding, Ted. I love you. You have a great Twitter but also I think Latana could do it. Aw, thanks. So we have a lot of capital T thoughts about Chopped. Where should we begin? Oh my god. Chopped, what are we, mini round? Oh I'm god. gonna say four <laughs> ingredients and then you have to say what you'd make. I'm literally so nervous. <laughs> I think this is gonna be an appetizer round and I'm giving you. Oh no. Chorizo. Yum. Oyster mushrooms. Ew, God. <laughs> watermelon radish. Is, oh, I love watermelon And American radish. cheese. I hate you so much. <laughs> um, okay, chorizo, watermelon radish, mushrooms that shall not be named, and American cheese. This is disgusting. I think you can do it. I think this is an appetizer. Can you have a soup appetizer? 
I yeah. make ramen. I'm not giving you any fucking hints. You make ramen. Yeah. Okay, what would you put all the components? Uh, I'd make, well, I guess you can't really make, like, a ramen broth uh, in 30 minutes, but I would use the chorizo. I'd get a broth situation, pop in. I'd, I guess I'd maybe use beef stock as the base. Use it, like, saute up the chorizo, put in there, obviously put ramen noodles, and then use the... Ooh, actually, I would use the mushrooms and uh, beef stock to make a broth for the ramen. Just crisp up the chorizo. I would then use the radish as a garnish in the ramen. A which garnish? I know, actually. I'm going to rethink that, and I will use the radish to make a slaw on Bring the your side. ramen? And this is very difficult. What did you have in mind when you were creating this basket? I made it completely up. <laughs> Fair. Good. <laughs> I gave you watermelon radish as entries because I knew you liked them. And then I gave you mushrooms because I knew you hated them. That's so awful. And I gave you American cheese because I think it can be used in like a lot of different ma- like ways because it's so easy to melt and creamy. I have four ingredients for you. <gasps> Twist. This one, I think an appetizer will be fair. Are you ready for your ingredients? Oh god, I'm so scared. Hot Cheetos. Okay. Pineapple. What? Barbecue ribs. Okay. LaCroix, which is... What? What? (laughs) Okay, I mean... 30 minutes on the clock. Time starts now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, well obviously I can't serve ribs by themselves. Like, I can't serve ribs. They're going to be dry. So I would have to take the meat off of the rib. Mm-hmm. I would probably make some kind of like I guess there's no like such thing as like a pulled pork san oh there is pulled steak sandwich I don't know what kind of ribs there but I'd probably pork. make a pulled pork sandwich and I'd use the pineapple hot Cheetos and I would use a little bit of the Lacroix to make like a barbecue sauce oh and I would toss it in it yum and I think it would be good and then I think I'd probably do like a little pineapple side salad also because the judges love it when you use ingredients a twice <laughs> and a fresh element that's true. Um, but I think I would love to do the hot Cheetos two ways also. What if they also crumbled them up and then also did a side of fries and like, can I, you can't dip fries in hot Cheetos. I don't know. I would somehow do like, like some sort of like breading situation. Yeah. Ooh, onion rings. I'll make onion rings. I would bread them in hot Cheetos. (laughs) It would be tight. This is, sounds really tasty. Although to be honest, that was a lot harder than I expected. I know. It always looks really easy on chopped. I just would like to say that I think that we are smart enough and have watched enough episodes of Chops to know what obvious mistakes to not make. Okay, well, what's the three worst mistakes that you can think of? Well, the first one, making a risotto. Okay, if we're being completely honest, I think that you'd be that person who tries to make a risotto. What? I just, you love risotto so much. Like, you talk about it more than anyone I know, which is totally a positive in our friendship. But I think that you'd be, like, that person who you get, like, the ingredients, and you're like, this would make a perfect risotto, and I'm really good at risottos, and risottos are really good, and even though I only have 20 minutes to make it, it normally takes 30 minutes, but, like, one time I did make it in 23 minutes, so I think I could probably make it work in 20 minutes, and then you would just do it. Successfully, because I am that bitch. (laughs) Maybe. But, I mean, you're not completely wrong. I just feel a little bit attacked. Um, But another classic mistake is when contestants have 10 seconds left on the clock, and they're like, I looked down at my dish and realized it needed a vinaigrette. It never needs a vinaigrette. It does not need a vinaigrette. You don't... If you didn't make it in the previous 30 minutes, like, you don't need it now. No, I just, like... 
It's just like you're giving us a heart attack. Like Alex is over here like freaking out. Like Amanda's <laughs> passed the fuck out because she's so stressed. Like you're scaring everyone when you decide to make a vinaigrette with 10 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, you know what another class mistake is? Oh god, what? People who make bread pudding in the dessert round. That is the worst thing I have ever seen in my whole life on Chopped. Like you just like, no, you need so much time so much to time. cook a bread pudding. And Chopped does not give you enough time to make a bread pudding. Every time they make it, they're like, and then I checked the bread pudding and it was wet. And I'm like, no shit. And I'm like, wow, really? It's wet? (laughs) I'm so shocked. Jimothy. (laughs) Another classic mistake is whenever they try to use the whipped cream canister because it never works. Mm -hmm. It's always broken or they just can't figure it out. Mm -mm. Um, But side note, one of my favorite chop contestants was the woman that had prior to going on to the show, had watched every episode of Chopped and therefore knew the judges and what they liked and didn't like. And she had a plan, and her plan was to win after having done her research, and she did win, and I'm very proud of her. I just don't understand why everyone doesn't do that. Like, get to know your judges. Manit likes a fresh element. No raw red onions for Scott because he will fuck you up. Because he's a trash man. A trash man. <laughs> Amanda likes chocolate, so like always like chocolate your desserts out when she's a judge. And Arone hates it when you do Latin-inspired dishes poorly. So like TLDR, if you have Arone as your judge, do not call something a mole unless you're positive it's going to be a mole. Uh, Arone is such a zaddy. Zaddy? Explain. Let me just give you some examples. Idris Elba, Mm. Justin Trudeau, Mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Mm -hmm. Channing Tatum, Tom Hardy. Okay. Like, do you you feel the vibe? Do you feel it? Feel feel the zaddy? Thanks for keeping me hip, Latana. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) Okay. I have a tough question for you. Hit me. Fuck, Mary kill, chopped judges edition. Oh, God. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Let me give you the three judges. We've got... Our own. Yes. Jeffrey's a carrion. Oh fuck. And Monique. Stop. This is so mean. These I'm are sorry. Three of my favorite judges. <laughs> Listeners, literally my only other favorite judge is Alex Garnashelli. I don't want you to have to kill her just in case I kept her out of the equation. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, okay. Wow. I think fuck Jeffrey. Oh god. Mary Manit kill Aron. I'm so sorry, oh Aron. What? Yeah. Twist. Well, I have three judges for you <laughs> who are not three of your favorite judges, I think, because I am a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? Mm-hmm. Scott. Uh, Amanda. Uh, Manit. Uh. <laughs> okay, well, I would obvi Mary Manit. Mm-hmm. And I would hate fuck Scott. Sorry if you're listening, Ooh. Mom. And then I would kill Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the only way to handle that basket. Yeah. So um, I saw something I think you would love. Mm-hmm. Our mutual fave, Nicole Cliff, who is one of like the core contributors and creators of the Toast RIP website. If you don't know it, look it up. Um, don't talk to us until you have looked it up. <laughs> Um, she did amazing an amazing Twitter thread, and I just want to read you the first one. So she says, I get the sense that many of you worry that no one wants to hear about your skincare regimen, and you need to tweet wry political jokes instead, but I am here to say you contain multitudes. I love it. I saw it, and it gave me life as someone Aww. who is, like, super into skincare or whatever. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a nice respite from just the insane cesspool that is twitter.com. Um, yeah, I really like skincare. I feel like my whole life I've had like really bad acne and super oily skin. Um, and so I feel like recently ish, I've gotten more into, oh, like what are cool products I can use and things I can incorporate into my routine. And the 10 step Korean skincare regimen is a thing and it's literally 10 steps that you are supposed to do twice a day, every day to take care of your skin. And the other day I was looking at, oh, I was curious. I was like, oh, what are the 10 steps? Um, thinking that I would not be anywhere near doing 10 steps per day. It turns out I do about seven steps out of the 10 step Korean skincare routine, which is the most time consuming thing. And also recently, I'm just going to add, I've added flossing into my nighttime routine, which it just takes, I spend so much time in the bathroom. Wow, so I actually might have picked up on the fact that you like skincare routines, and I did put together a couple of interview questions for you. So the first question I'm kind of asking for, like, a friend, like, I know the answer, but just in case other people don't know the answer, it might be helpful for you to say it, just so everyone's on the same page. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, like, what is a serum, and why does it sound like it's going to bring me back from, like, 9% health? (laughs) (laughs) Serums are... I guess they're usually liquids, but they're things, it's a step that you can add into your routine and serums are usually very targeted for specific issues. So I use a bunch of serums and for example, one of the ones I use is called hyaluronic acid, which is... You put acid on your face? I do. That's how I keep myself looking so young and beautiful. Holy shit. I know. This is really some chemistry shit. It's hardcore. <laughs> I'm a woman in STEM. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hyaluronic acid is supposed to help with hydration. Another one is called niacinamide, which I use, which helps with blemishes and oil control, things like that. It's like if you have a problem, there is a serum out there that is targeted for that specific issue. So Damn. it's a fun time. I like feeling like a little chemist when I'm like, have all my droppers I'm putting them all on my face and it's very fun question two what is your top two favorite face masks or exfoliators which I think are the same thing as face masks they are not usually actually you can have exfoliators that are face masks um ones that are acid but my favorite face mask it's very scary (laughs) (laughs) my favorite face mask is this clay one that you can get at Whole Foods or Amazon or I think GNC. It's pretty inexpensive and you mix, it's a powder and you mix in water or apple and or apple cider vinegar and you put it on your face, leave it on for 20 to 30 minutes um, and as it dries, it really hurts and your face starts pulsating and it's really intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks out all of the oil and goop and like ickiness, but then you rinse your face off and you're super like matte and it's really great. And then my favorite exfoliator <laughs> is this Korean one I got on Amazon and also pretty inexpensive. And basically you wash your face and then you use this exfoliator and rub it around your face and it peels off basically all of the dead skin. <sighs> Just creates these noodles of filth. Oh my god, that's the least appetizing use of the word noodles I've ever heard it's so disgusting but then you rinse it off and you are glowy you're as soft as a baby it's amazing what happens to the noodles afterwards 
rinse them down the sink and pray for the best. Oh my god. Goodbye noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Almost a waste of a good noodle. Okay, final question. Mm -hmm. What would you say are like the top two most important um, recommendations or tips you would have for skincare? I'd say the first one is to always use a sunscreen. Even if you're going out in the sun for like five minutes, even if it's the winter time, even if it's cloudy and raining, use a sunscreen. And there are so many different kinds of sunscreen out there that you can research. Um, Another tip is to eat healthy and drink a lot of water because that has benefits. This feels like an attack. (laughs) I drink a fine amount of water, so I, just, I don't know what you're implying. I'm, you know, this is just general advice. Is Speaking it? to the void here, everyone could benefit okay, from drinking more water. It has nothing to do with the constant roasting of how little water I drink. I don't know what roasting you speak of. Ladies, tell them I walk up like this. I walk up like this. We flawless. Ladies, tell them say. The other day I watched an ad for a tea commercial and I cried. Let me just like explain the tea commercial first though. So it's this older man, kind of grumpy looking, he's making some tea for him and his daughter. And then this woman comes to the door and the daughter like brings her in and he's like, oh, I didn't know you invited your friend over. And she's like, dad, this isn't my friend. This is my girlfriend. And then he, like, stops smiling and, like, gets up from the living room and leaves. And, like, the girlfriends, like, look all sad and scared and, like, hug each other a little bit. And then he comes back in with another (laughs) mug of tea for the girlfriend. And he puts it down. He's like, it's so nice to meet you. Tell me about yourself. Oh, my God. Cried. I don't want to make assumptions or anything, but... Was it that time of the month? Oh my god. Okay, technically, yes. It was that time of the month. But that's not why I was crying. Literally two weeks ago, I watched that Olympics mom commercial, and I bawled my eyes out. Oh my god, I saw that and cried too. I fucking hate woke capitalism so much. It's such trash. Trash. Also trash. Periods. Periods! You know what I do love, though, is that we're synced up even though we're both on the pill. We're like hashtag influencers. (laughs) Truly, truly. The other day we went and saw Alana Glazer and Phoebe Robinson on the YQY tour. Queens. Yeah, actually. And Alana did a whole bit about Diva Cups that has honestly haunted me since we saw it live. Basically, listeners, if you don't know, a Diva Cup is a plastic like silicone cup that you insert into your vagina and it suctions in there like sucks up in there collects all of the blood and then you remove it and dump out the blood reinsert and so forth and so one day I was like you know what I want to try this I'm tired of pads just tired of all this waste I'm creating I'm gonna go buy a diva cup on Amazon and it's gonna be great Spoiler alert, it was not great. I am very traumatized. Each time I used it was a a different trauma. It was just so awful. I'm so sorry. 
sorry. I just sorry I'm trying to be eco-friendly, but it's it's not working out. Yeah, this is why I'll never use a diva cup unless there's like an apocalypse and society runs out of pads. I'm glad you have a plan because I don't. <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, to be completely honest, I only get my period once every three months because of the birth control I'm on, and I always forget how shitty having your period is, and every time I get it, it's an awful surprise, and I get really angry. Like, the fucking cramps, the cost of feminine hygiene products. Oh my god, everything is so expensive, and it's so annoying, because if you have a period, you pretty much have to buy some sort of product to catch your period, unless you decide to free bleed, but that's a whole nother situation. Mm. (laughs) And then, it's also super scary because these companies aren't required to, to disclose the chemicals that they are putting into these products, which you're then in turn putting into your body, which is so scary to think about, which is why sometimes I buy the like organic pads, but those aren't as comfortable and are honestly kind of weird than like the GMO pads. Uh, it's so stressful. It's, it's so fucked up. I know question though mm-hmm. have you ever used any of those like scented products oh my god no oh my god same it's terrifying i just like i haven't used them because a the chemicals are probably super scary and b your vagina is not supposed to smell like flowers and unicorns and rainbows it's supposed to smell like a vagina mm-hmm. and if my vagina is required by a society to smell quote-unquote good then I think dicks should also have to smell good, like fucking s'mores or something. I like s'mores. Oh my god. (laughs) S'more dick spray is a product I would definitely be interested in investing in. Shark Tank, hire us. Every time I go to buy pads, I get angry all over again. They're not cheap, and they're not optional. And, like, if men got periods, pads and tampons would be free in every McDonald's, fucking Trader Joe's, the post office, and the whole country. And men would get to take... Their whole period week off just because it's impossible to fucking try and work while your insides are just dropping out of you. Literally, it is so hard. Like, I used to get periods so bad that I would have to take off of school. Yeah, it was so awful. I just think that we should get coupons for Cheetos and ice cream whenever we have our periods. Two genders. I'm just really here for that. Tag yourself. <laughs> I'm hot cheetahs. Uh, I might be ice cream. <laughs> so I kind of hate to bring this up, but uh, can we talk about Lena Dunham? Oh my god, what did she do this time? Oh I'm god. so tired. <laughs> okay, well, so the other day, Twitter was like blowing up because. I guess one of the cast, like one of, not the cast, one of the writers for Girls, one of Lena Dunham's friends, um, another, a woman accused him of sexual assault, and Lena Dunham decided in her infinite wisdom that she should like write a little explainer about why she thought that the accuser was lying. Oh. Uh Uh-huh, it's cute. Noted feminist icon Lena Dunham (laughs) blaming the accuser of lying. Indeed, yeah. She, honestly, my favorite line, she's like, sadly, this is one of the 2% of cases where, like, the accuser is, like, actually, like, lying. Like, we must always believe women except for in this case. Except right now. (laughs) Thanks, Lena. You're such a bad person. She's just always on her bullshit. Like, is it not exhausting? I would be so tired. Like, I'm tired, as someone who is not Lena Dunham, of hearing about her shit. 
does she not get tired of doing her shit? Whenever she does one of her bullshits, I'm like... <laughs> so, bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. <laughs> I just, like, think that there's another product that we could invent and pitch to Shark Tank next mm-hmm. time we get invited on. Yeah. And bear with me on this, but it's, like, kind of, like, the reverse of a GoFundMe. Like, GoFundMes mm-hmm. are for when you, like find out about a person, you're like, they're doing really cool stuff, and like, I want to support them, so you like, drop a couple dollars. I think when people are shitty, and you want to unsupport them, you can take money away from them. Like, I think you should be able to be like, you don't deserve three dollars. I deserve these three dollars for having to read about your bullshit. Mm -hmm. Frankly, this kind of sounds like reparations, which I am here (laughs) for. (laughs) I'm ready, sign me up. That's it, everyone. If you like what you heard, please Venmo a period haver in your life. Ten whole dollars for some snacks and hygiene products. They deserve it. You can find more What Are We on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and find us crying in the tampon aisle at Target. We'd also like to thank our producer, Tori, for being a bad bitch. Such a fucking bad bitch. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. We hope she adds music to this part. So that she... For like rap air she horns. <laughs> rap air horns. Yeah, no to Tori, rap air horns. <laughs> right. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye.